back to another episode of Inside the Scoreboard. It's Jamal. Hey, I'm Corey. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Inside the Scoreboard coming back to you again. All right, so let's get straight into it. The Philadelphia Eagles finally moved Carson Wentz to the Colts. And in exchange, the Colts gave him a uh, 2021 third-round pick and a uh, 2022 second-round pick that could uh, turn to a first-rounder. So with that being said, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, with this, I, w- I would say I'm happy for both parties. Uh, I just think it's kind of a match made in heaven with Colts kind of having a team built m- more for a Carson Wentz as far as an O-line that's immediately ready, um, a coach who's who's ready to adjust the offense to his game, to car- an offense that fits Carson Wentz's game. Um, so as far as happiness for both sides I, I think it was a match made in heaven for Carson I look for Carson to see this as his final straw um he would have to come out and be productive this year I think if it's any if he does anything that resembles the last two years in last three years injury or not um I think he he it kind of he, he might be out the league fairly soon what do you what do you see going on with the Carson Wentz situation especially with you um you know understanding what's going on with Teddy Bridgewater, I would call it a similar situation, but maybe you would see something different. What do you see with Carson Wentz? I see more of a, like, you know what uh, Carson Wentz is. Um, <laughs> he has a lot of potential. Just injuries have been a major concern, and he really have, haven't, hasn't had the talent around him like he did in that Super Bowl year because nobody can stay healthy. And I think it's almost like a match made in heaven. He's going to a place that has a great offensive line, um, probably the best offensive line in the league. They got good running backs. They got uh, – Couple good receivers. The defense is real solid, so I, I think it's a good, a perfect match. And it's just up to Carson Wentz. Is, is he really gonna? Um, I know people have been blaming everything on injuries, his injuries, the uh, Eagles' health, the Eagles' yep. coaching. So now he's actually going to a situation where it's like non-toxic. He doesn't have to worry about much. And so we'll just have to see where it goes from there. If it works out, it'd be great. But like I said, he just has to stay healthy and show that he can be a consistent guy. And that showing that that Super Bowl or that MVP caliber season that he had wasn't a fluke. And it's a little, I think it's a little bit different from the Teddy Bridgewater uh, situation because Teddy Bridgewater, it's almost like that guy that can, he's not going to really win you the game. He's not going to lose you the game, but that you, at least that used to be the kind of like the verdict on Teddy Bridgewater, but this past season, me watching him play, He'd be the guy that's definitely not going to help you win the game, and he's not going to be, and he can be the guy that uh, to help you lose the game. So, I think Carson Wentz definitely uh, with this team, with the uh, with the coach, he'll definitely be able to elevate them and make them about a few games better than what they were. Could help them win a few playoff games. You know that type of guy. They're not going to be Super Bowl contend- contenders, I would say, but they're definitely going to be playoff contenders, and they can uh, possibly get to like a, a division um, round, divisional round. Yeah, I, w- I would look for them to, like you said, improve somewhat. I- I'm not looking for a crazy turnaround as far as like a super team or anything, anything like that. Um, as far as the comparison with Bridgewater, I'm hoping we're not sitting here this time next year having this conversation. But just my personal prediction, I see Wentz as a future Bridgewater, a Garoppolo, um, a guy that, that, like you said, is not going to necessarily win you the game but not lose you the game either. Um, I, is he terrible? Like Jay Cutler terrible? No, he's not. Wentz is not. I feel like his, his stature, his build takes him a long way. Um, but I, I just look, I just hope to see maybe a different, a different page. I won't get too much into 
my personal thing with Wentz, but maybe we'll see a different page in the chapter with, with the Colts. I hope to see it. Yeah, he's with one of his former uh, coaches down there with the Colts, so hopefully he can kind of like mm. strike gold with him again and kind of re rekindle what they uh, did in Philadelphia. So that'd be a good thing for him. Now, it has been rumors and reports uh, throughout the years that Carson Wentz's attitude towards his team, uh, how he, you know, almost like he's entitled and whatnot. And so he doesn't take criticism well and um, all these things, okay. how the team kind of like was really behind Nick Foles and not really be uh, behind Wentz. So hopefully those things are not true. And um, I'm not trying to assassinate his characters by uh, by any means, but hopefully he can show that he wasn't that guy. I proved the doubt is wrong. So uh, I would like to, I, I'm excited to see what the Colts can do this year um, with seeing what they did with Phillip Rivers to see what they can do with Carson Wentz. Definitely. He has the opportunity. There's no doubt about that. Regardless of what happened, he can never look back and say that he didn't have the opportunity. This yeah, is the opportunity. Yeah, he's going to see, and he's going to a situation where, like, Cam last year went to a situation that probably wasn't best for him. It wasn't a team that had that had a bunch of defensive starters opt out. and went to a team that didn't really have too many offensive weapons. And, you know, you, you went to a team as far as a great with coaching, but as far as giving the help to their players, it's not the best. And it ended up making Cam look worse than what he is, you know, going to the Patriots. Like I said, coaching-wise, not bad, but as far as, like, giving your quarterback help, he didn't go to a great situation. I think Carson Wentz is going to, to the perfect situation right now. For sure. I, I also don't – I know we're staying on the Wentz thing, but I also don't really like how, for whatever reason or another, we have allowed this guy to produce for part of a season. Thus, I understand it was injury that set him down. But in the span of what? Has he been in the league three years? Um, Wentz. Wentz. Uh, what, him and Dak came out, I think, 2016. If I'm not listening him, because it was him, Jared Goff, and Dak all came out in the same draft. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So we're still a, still a fairly young guy, but at the same time has had his opportunities. My point in saying that is we've, let, we've allowed a guy to come in and produce for part of a season, and everyone is just so kind of wanting to give him that. Like, I feel like people are wanting the general – notion in the media now give or take away what's been going on this last uh i would say two or three months with wins but other than that the media has been wanting to give it to him i just don't feel like he's shown me anything that says hey this is the franchise guy right here I, it's just i get i guess you so much potential that you have to give him a, a real chance you know yeah he has i would say like you know you were kind of like trying to say he might after this year being that um kind of like that ron Tannehill. Mm -hmm. Bridgewater, Jimmy Garoppolo, and a few other like just average should be kind of middle of the pack quarterback. Like um, he has a little bit more talent than them, and I think that's what people are kind of like sold on with Wentz. They seen what he can do, um, especially with that season where he got hurt. Where he was just putting up great numbers. The team was great. They had weapons. You know, it was a pretty much a, a hell of a season. But he just hasn't had that same. Um, that same success yet. So hopefully he can, like I said, he's going to a situation where if he does fail, I mean, it's all on him. I mean, you can't ask for a better situation, especially with the uh, offensive line protection they have and the defense that they have. Like they're, they're built from the inside to the outs. Uh, so it's so it's really on him. And uh, like I said, I just think people are, were really just sold on that one season he had. And he, yeah. and I would, I, I don't want to defend him, but I will say he hasn't had much, offensive weapons within the past years.
Uh, that's true. That's true. Wouldn't be the court first quarterback to have a similar situation. You know, it, it everyone is not gifted enough and, and fortunate enough to, you know, run across a, a stacked team. I guess we're starting to see it a little bit more where guys kind of thinking a little more with their moves, able to have a little more input in where they go. But, you know, we, we we've seen guys who who unfortunately don't have weapons, but still find a way to still let us know their skill level, if that makes sense, still yeah. are able to establish their their platform, you know? Yeah, of course. Now, um, how do you think this uh, is going to pan out for Jalen Hurts? Do you think he's automatically the starter next year for the Eagles? Or, the, or do you think he has to compete with maybe a rookie or, you know, or a free agent? What do you think Philly goes from there? I think Philly, just considering their the structure of their team right now, everything's on the table. So I would have to allow a competition. If I'm Philly, allow a competition uh, in, in order to see where we where we move as far as quarterback situation. I like Hurts. I think he's a true professional, even from college. Uh, just a true professional. Got to get up on the podium and is going to speak a certain caliber of way. He's going to perform a certain caliber of way. So um, I'm definitely a guy I would be excited to see on the field. I hope Philly gives him the starter position, but you have to entertain competition at the quarterback position. What What do you see going on with Philly? What do you think they should do? Well, as of right now, you know, they spent a second-round draft pick on them. So, man, I wouldn't interfere with that unless it's a can't-miss prospect or a can't-miss guy out there on the uh, either free agent market or either through, uh, through trade. But I don't mm -hmm. really see that happening. I would – since they spent that draft capital on him, that second round pick, I would stick with him. So uh, as of right now, um, that's why I kind of see it. He, he has an opportunity to kind of prove himself. He has a, a new coach. Hopefully they can get some players around him. It won't be another Wentz thing where he's like, kind of like left with nothing to, or nothing to work with. Uh, as you know, he can run, he has the leadership and he has all the quarterback intangibles. He reminds me a lot of Dak, you know, gonna be there on time, gonna get to work. Mm -hmm. He's going to his hard hat and uh, do what the coach says and do what the team needs him to do. It seems like he has a winning mentality, too, as well. Like, he's not going to have any excuses. So he has all, I think, all the right tools and skill sets to be a uh, every down starter every year. Hopefully can elevate to, you know, pro world caliber to um, all pro status. So I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. Uh, he has potential. That's one thing. He has the intangibles and potential in the um, – in a running ability. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I, I hope to see Hurts starting for the Philadelphia Eagles for, you know, the next couple of years. But <clears throat> we will see how that goes. And before we kind of switch to the uh, NBA uh, topics that we have uh, that we're about to talk about, I just want to, for the Carolina Panther fans, I know y'all see the Deshaun Watson to the Carolina uh to Carolina Panther rumors. Do not do not feed into it too much. I definitely think the Panthers are going to be in the talks of it. But I know it's been the recent moves of releasing some veterans. They cleared up about like 22 million in cap space. So it's up to like 33 million in cap space. That may be for Moo to, uh, to go out and get Deshaun Watson. But I think that's more uh, more for uh, paying uh, Taylor Moten, the big offensive tackle that we need to resign. I think that money is going towards him. Um, not necessarily Deshaun Watson um, trying to take back that contract. So I think it's for more so pairing up cap possibly for Deshaun, but realistically getting an offensive line, uh, one of the key guys for offensive line. So I just want to kind of put that out there. 
I'm rooting for us to get Deshaun, but I'm just I kind of want us to pump the brakes on a little bit that 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 money might be just for resigning some key guys. I think that's big to say too, because uh, you know, definitely at least in Carolina way, media will definitely have you thinking that it's it's right there on your fingertips. But uh, that's a good point to make. Most likely clearing up the space to sign other guys that they need to keep. Um, but of course, it would be nice to have Deshaun there. I know it'll it'll be franchise changing yeah. to have Deshaun here. And, and I would love to see him here. I would love it even more if we don't have to give up McCaffrey. But I, I understand the business, so you can it's, you can easily replace a running back. Then a quarterback. Um, For sure. We've seen that with the Cam Newton situation where the Cal Allens, the Teddy Bridgewaters, you know, like it's hard to uh, to replace a franchise guy. But hey, if we can somehow get Deshaun, I'm, I'm all for it, man. So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, and if, if something more to, uh, comes up with Deshaun Watson and the Panthers, and we'll we speak on it and have a um, touch on that next episode. But I just kind of want to put that out there in the atmosphere. Um, now, I guess we can kind of transition towards the NBA. Um, I guess the first thing we can kind of talk about, I think with this past week, DeAndre Drummond and Blake Griffin were both uh, both talked to their management um, with their respective teams. And I guess both of those guys aren't playing. Uh, Andre Drummond, um, the cast told him they're not going to play him until they find a trade partner for him. The mm-hmm. same thing goes to Blake Griffin. Uh, I think Andre Drummond might be the one that's get traded because his contract is it's a little bit easier to eat. Blake Griffin has a few more years, I think at least a year, another year on his contract, and that salary is just kind of hard to bite. Um, what do you what do you think is the best fit for those guys? And do you think um they can help uh contending team? I mean, I, I, I definitely do. I feel like both of these guys on a contending team right now is is not is is not a game changer, but it's definitely a contributor. I feel like like you said, Drummond will most likely be the guy to leave uh, or at least to be traded because with Blake still owed over $50 million, two years left on his contract. I think it's like 36.8 million the first year, 38, the second. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely up there. It's definitely up there and it's still two years. Uh, that's that's going to be tough to move. Uh, even for a team that really wants him, the sacrifice you have to make to get him is not really worth it. Uh, so I'm looking for a team to buy out his contract. I'm sure his agent, his, I feel like his agent is making the best decision though. Um, as far as there's nothing really going on in Detroit, Detroit and Blake aren't really benefiting each other. The contract is more of a burden than it is uh, a successor almost. So I definitely agree with Detroit. They need to make that move. I agree with Cleveland as well. Um, Allen is clearly the future. Allen's 22 years old. I, I didn't even know that. I didn't know Allen was that young. So, um, I'm definitely the right direction with them. As far as places, please send a big man out to Boston. That That's what I want to see. I would like to see Drummond go to Boston. I don't know what they would have to give up, but that's where I want to see him go. As far as Blake, I don't really have a destination. I don't think a Brooklyn needs him. Uh, you know, I, I mean, could they use him? Of course, but I don't think a Brooklyn needs him. You're talking about a less athletic Blake, you know, still effective, but a less athletic Blake. Uh, what do you think? Um, as far as like the drumming uh, with the Cavs, I was thinking, you know, he was probably going to stay there at least a couple more years. They'll probably resign to a two-year deal after this year. But with them making that deal to get um, Allen, I just kind of thought, yeah, they're probably going to they're gonna move him now. Um, Allen just, like you, you uh, touched on his age, he's 22 years old. He fits more with their uh, their timeline and more with their uh, their young guards, um, Sexton and um, Garland. 
and he's he's on a cheaper deal and and you can he's a little bit better defensively at least with shot blocking it feels like but Drummond can still be a presence and he's uh and he's definitely a a good player you know he he can get you a 2020 game like it's nothing but as far as fit I honestly like I have to agree with you I would like to see Boston get some big a big man honestly they that's what they desperately need as, as along with bench depth uh I know a lot of people keep throwing out oh you know the Brooklyn can get Drummond that would be ideal for them but I don't see it happening yet um and honestly I'm not being the homer I would like to see Drummond get traded to the Hornets um hmm. I know a lot of people say oh big man don't really they're not as effective in it if they don't have an offensive skill set and this and that. But I saw the Hornets play Memphis, and I just – and I saw uh, – it was probably like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks. And they just got bullied on the inside. I mean, uh, Valachunas was just having his way with Bismack, Biombo, and Cody Zeller, and PJ. I mean, it was it was bad. Like, if we would have had somebody can protect the paint, rebound, and uh, just defend a little bit, I mean, that game could have went a totally different way, even though they did blow us out. But I feel like Hornets need to make a move uh, for – they don't need to, but if they're they're in the middle of the, they're like in that eight to four range as far as like the playoffs, um, and they just need they need to make a play for a big man. I think Drummond would help out a lot. I didn't even think I didn't even think about that, but definitely Hornets could definitely use a big man. Um, again, I don't know what we would have to give up uh, in order to acquire him, but definitely a, a guy we could use. And it, this is this isn't the first year that we've needed a big man, so you you know like it's been needed. Uh, it's been needed. I, and I like this. I like what he brings as far as energy. But he's the truth is he's undersized and under skill set. I, I yeah, especially know. on the offensive end, yeah. Yeah, on the offensive end, his, his footwork has improved over the years. You know, we used to see a lot of traveling from Biz and uh, a lot of just, just blatant mistakes on the basketball court. I feel like that's been cleaned up, but he still doesn't possess that necessary offensive skill set. Still looks nervous whenever he just catches the ball. Like he looks nervous, and then he makes you like you like, man, he's about to travel. What is he? He's about to get the ball up. Yeah. So, you know, at this point, I think it's just time to not a bad. Like he's a rotational big for defensive purposes. You like him, Cody Zeller. It's Cody. He's not gonna. He'll get you a dunk once a year. That she's like, oh, Cody got some dunks, <laughs> but right, like that's just about it. He said, I will say, he does. Um, He's a uh, smart player. He sits great screens. He does the small things. He's a starter center, but I would rather see him come off the bench, honestly. And yeah. I wouldn't get I wouldn't be mad at all if they trade Cody Zeller for uh Cody Zeller, maybe a few second round picks for Andre Drummond. I don't really I don't want to give up a lot for him because he's on the uh, this is the last year of his deal. So I really hate to give up um Monk and Zeller, you know, just a little too much for a guy that's on a one year deal. One year deal. I think uh, um, Drummond still has eighteen million left on his. Yeah. I mean, it just uh, the Hornets. I mean, that's not that's not a crazy crazy number. But again, I hope we don't have to give up too much. I think Drummond will bring some energy that Cody and Biz don't have. Like Biz is energetic on a defensive board, but sometimes you would you would like to see a big man create a spark for your offense, just create a spark for your team, and the energy level of Cody Zeller just just isn't there you know it's like yeah. you said smart player just he seems i'm not even gonna say because he plays hard i'm not gonna say under motive under motivated or not motivated but it's just like man come on i was like cody scream at somebody do something you know you're a big man you gotta make your presence felt 
Something. He lacks that, you know, and that's not, not, not that's not his style, and I'm not knocking him for that. But I think a guy like Drummond would definitely be needed. Somebody just that could just control that paint, be a paint presence, you know. So it'd be nice to have. No, I think it would. I feel like the Hornets have interest in him. They have interest in him. I feel like ever since he was in the draft uh, a few, uh, some years back. And as far as Blake Griffin, man, finding a, a, a team for him is really the – I feel like he's just um, not motivated in Detroit. I feel no. like the first year he got there, they got to the playoffs, and he was putting up great, great numbers. And then last year, kind of like with COVID – they traded Drummond, and now this year he's just like they see where they signed Mason Plumley, they signed uh, Jaleel Okafor, they signed uh, what's the guy from uh, that came from different uh, different. Uh, they signed Grant, who Grant's been playing well. Oh yeah, yeah, We signed a bunch of big men. We didn't keep Christian Wood. Like, what what are we really doing in Detroit as far as like a direction? They traded, you know, they got rid of Derrick Rose. So I just think he's just. Uh, not motivated. If I think he, if he goes somewhere, like maybe he can have a fresh start. I think that's really what he needs, a fresh start. Miami wouldn't be bad. Um, Miami, possibly Dallas. Brooklyn for just maybe bench depth. Boston, uh, don't really love to fit there. And I, like I said, I would love to see Drummond go to Boston. I think that's what they need is a big man to control the paint. But I don't. I don't see. Uh, I think Stephen A. Smith said he would like to see um, Griffin back on the Lakers. I mean, not on the Lakers, the Clippers. I, I don't like that fit at all. So it'd be interesting to see as far as where Blake Griffin get, uh, ends up. I th- like I said, I think Drummond has a lot more um, suitors than uh, Griffin does. Yeah, I mean, not not only because of the contract, but like you're saying, also because of the fit. You're not really looking at a above the rim, Blake. Of course, he I mean, he can still be athletic and show athleticism, but he's not an above-the-rim Blake, more of a mid-range Blake, a rebounding Blake. You know, still effective, but... Could he um, go to... Would you like to send him in Milwaukee with Giannis and have Giannis kind of play that five and Griffin play the four? You know, that four. Would you like that? Because it seems like they need more people, more scoring options in Milwaukee. Like, when we watch them, it's like Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, he was not really a bucket. He can get his shot, but, you know, he's not really a scorer. Uh, bucket, yeah. He can get you uh, 20 points a game, but he's not that guy that if I need the bucket, hey, man, go go give me that bucket. You know, and then it's Giannis, and, you know, he leaves more more to be desired. As we all know, Mr. Spin move. So I, I, spin move. I, I really, I mean, Milwaukee needs, needs as much help as, as they can get, I would say. So They definitely do. Uh, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, I can't believe we're saying it, but they do need some offensive help. This is not a problem that we would have, that we've been discussing over the last two years. I mean, you talk about one of the best regular season teams. They were just trying to figure out a way to get over the hump. It do it does seem like this year they've taken a step back. Um, so a, a guy like Blake would benefit them, get you some easy buckets, a nice little 15, 17 point game you filler, you know? Exactly. Just another um, score option, you know, even though I feel like they probably need another guard, uh, wing, or guard player. I mean, but you can kind of uh, – you can only get um, what's available. So, a guy like Blake Griffin would help. And then possibly a guy from Milwaukee wants to pick up a, a big that kind of can have some some t- some toughness to the team, some barking with a little bit of bite behind it. You know, a guy like DeMarcus Cousins that can kind of scratch the floor a little bit. Yep. And I would – like I said, he, he's a guy that just uh, – 
um, that Shams reported that the Houston, Houston, uh, DeMarcus Cousins were parting ways. Since we're on the topic of big man and landing spots, where would you like to see him going right now? I think he's averaging nine and seven right now. He's had flashes, shown flashes in games. And I, I think he's, you know, he's still coming back, trying to get fully recovered. I don't know if he, he will ever be that old DeMarcus Cousins that was dropping 55-point games, the triple-doubles. Like, people forget how great DeMarcus Cousins was. I think people, like, are so, um, been, are so like, hypnotized with uh, Jokic and Joel and B, but he was really them before them. Before them, no, nah, he was. He definitely was. I, of course, we're, we're looking at a different DeMarcus than back then, but still effective, just like a Blake. I would like to see him in one of those Atlanta spots we talked about with Boston, um, like a team that, that we're going to see it, it come come playoff in championship time. I just That's a guy I just want to see that level of DeMarcus. I think it's no point in DeMarcus going to spend any years on a non-productive team. So Brooklyn might be a good fit for him. Uh, Boston, I can't. Of course, I don't see him going to LA. Uh, you know, not again. But and a lot are, people, not to cut you off, but a lot of people are throwing out. LA has interest in them, or the Marcus Cousins have interest with them since AD is out. And now with you, I don't, I don't know if you know. I feel like he wants to play for a contender, but at the same time, he wants to get some minutes. And you know, once AD gets back, you still got Harrow, you still got Marcus Saul. You still He's get on the board. You know, it's kind of like a kind of like a log jam of big man, you know. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't mind having him. I would just have to pretty much see how that plays out when he gets there or if he goes there. But I'm gonna let you uh, go ahead and continue. I, I know you're still listening to some uh some no, more. no 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 that was it. That was it. I I think I think that is important as well. But those are the only two teams I, I really could see him going because I, at the same time, like you said, he wants to play. Clearly, you saw that in Houston. Him and John was were out there competing any time that they were on the floor, they were out there competing, trying to trying to showcase that they are that they still have it. Yeah. Um, both those guys to me got a chip on their shoulder. So I just want to see him get some burn, but I also want to see him be, you know, somewhat successful. So you said you're thinking, so you're, what is your top choice? Boston? I'm gonna go with Boston. Because it's a little more attainable. You it's more Boston. attainable than a than a uh Blake. Yeah. So you said Boston, Brooklyn, and then did you name a third team? No, just Boston and Brooklyn. Those okay. are my only two. Okay. Like the Boston fit again. I just I feel like Boston, they really just they always been missing like a just a big, even though DeMarcus wouldn't solve all their problems, he would definitely help help them. As far as Brooklyn is concerned, ah, he has ties with KD from the Golden State days. But yeah. the only thing with that is, you remember when James Harden made those remarks saying, like, the roster, we're just not good. We're just not good. You know, when he was talking yep. about Houston. DeMarcus Cousins took, uh, kind of took that as a slight towards him. He didn't, he didn't like that at all. And, you know, he, he didn't hold his tongue about how he felt, you know, about that. He felt like that was straight up disrespect. So I don't, knowing how DeMarcus Cousins is, he seems like a guy that carry a chip on his shoulder, which is nothing wrong with that. I just... I don't know if he'd be willing to go, go to Brooklyn because of Harden, you know. Maybe KD can kind of, you know, his voice of, of reason can kind of overpower that uh, that comment that Harden made about him. But, yep, I, you know, I just, if I would say if KD wasn't there, I would say Brooklyn would be no option because of Harden. But because of KD, the respect he gets from uh, players in the league, because he played with him, and because the caliber of player he is, 
Like this is KD, um, the second best player, arguably the best player in the league. Um, he's definitely going to hear uh, KD out if he uh, KD wants him to join Brooklyn. But Celtics um, would be a good fit. Miami wouldn't be bad. And I honestly wouldn't uh, mind him going back to Golden State. Honestly, kind of um, – can you imagine James Wiseman with a guy like DeMarcus Cousins' skill set teaching him every day, you know, showing him the ropes, play like this, post moves. You know, that would be a nice mentor for him to have a guy like Draymond and teaching the defensive IQ and then a guy like DeMarcus Cousins that can kind of like show him the fundamentals of being like a true dominant big man. I mean, the whole mindset, attitude, and everything is something that maybe Wiseman could be really benefit from. Um, you know, kind of seeing a, a, a guy not be so passive at his position will, could really be beneficial for him. But um, it, it, it'll be interesting. I think as far as – I mean, we know that they're not competing this year, but Golden State is not off the table for the next two or three years. And if and De, DeMarcus can find a, a spot, a, a niche over in Golden State, like soon, I, I can see him being part of that future team with Steph, a healthy clay. Wiseman, you you know, so um, still gonna, they're gonna they're gonna keep Draymond, um, just for the leadership and then intangibles. Yeah, probably gonna move on from Kelly Ubre, Ubre and Wiggins. I just because I feel like they're gonna flip them from a, for a third third star player. So that's I mean that's it's inevitable. I feel like as much as you know Wiggins have played well this season, unless he just goes crazy this last um. Um, from here to uh, to the end of the season, I feel like they're going to move him eventually. Um, but, yeah, I would like to see uh, – I, I wouldn't mind him being on Golden State. Another team I would like Blake to go on would probably be um, probably be the Mavericks because they're yeah. another team that, that lacks talent and that can use some uh, extra scoring, scoring punch. And I think a motivated Blake would help them. Got to be a motivated Blake, like you said. It has to be a motivated Blake. So placement with him is important. You can't. You Got to make sure the situation is not only ideal for the team, but it has to seem ideal for Blake. Because, I mean, Detroit didn't really give him a reason not to be motivated. You know, he kind of just. It, it, we kind of have just kind of succumbed to this. So I do want to see a, a motivated Blake. Let's see what he still got in the tank and. Uh, hopefully we see him, one of those guys, performing it uh, late late in the year. Yeah. All right. So the All-Star, All-Star starters were announced um, this past week. And it looks like for – get to it – for the Western Conference, of course, the captain was LeBron James. Steph made it at the guard position. Luka made it at the other guard position. Jokic made it at the um, – as the other uh, front court. And Kawhi made it as the uh, the last front court player on there. So those are the West starters right there. Do you have any problems with the starters the starters being on there? Anybody you think that deserves it over somebody? Uh, like I said, it was Kawhi, Jokic, uh, LeBron, Steph, and Luka. Is any guy that I would want to suggest it would be debatable? Um, I would have liked to have seen a Damian Lillard make it, but I completely understand why he's not uh everybody up here to me is deserving you got lucas steph lebron nicola and Kawhi. um i i, I see nothing i see nothing wrong with that Kawhi to me is debatable um it's debatable but even his the guy behind him nah i'm gonna say no i like i like west starters i like west starters 
Who who could you who could you move? Who would you have over any of these guys? Man, you know what? I would have to have Donovan Mitchell over Luca. Donovan or Dame over Luca. Their mm. Mavericks are under five hundred. I don't care what numbers he's putting up. You can't tell me that the number one seed in the West that went twenty four and six that Donovan Mitchell is not a starter um, on the All Star team. Like, come on, man. Like, That's I think. Fine. He gets so disrespected. He gets underlooked. I'm not going to say disrespected. He gets underlooked because of who he plays for, where he, you know, where he plays in Utah. Not a lot of media in Utah, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, I just, I, I hate to see it. This guy's putting up great numbers. He's always producing ever since he got to the league, always had the Jazz in the playoffs. And now they have a number one seed in the tough Western Conference. And he's not a starter. And, I just find it hard to believe that he couldn't get a uh, get a get a nod, and I would say I would like to see Dame on there too. I mean, Dame he has this team over five hundred. Uh, they're at the fifth seed right now, and they're eighteen and eleven. And you've seen week after week he's putting up clutch shots, you know. And uh, CJ hasn't been there for um, this whole time this season, and he's really been carrying them. And honestly, you could argue, you could say, I, I would say regardless. Uh, whether it was Curry or Luca, uh, Mitchell should have had a top spot. Now, when you look at, could you say Dame deserves over deserves over Luca? I still say yes, just because of the team's record and he's put putting up numbers and clutch shots. Now, the only thing I would say, Steph Curry has definitely been great all season long. That's kind of like the hard one. But am I mad Luca made it? I'm not mad. I'm just saying that. It was some guys that deserved it. For sure. Especially um, going back to Donovan Mitchell. I feel like he should have been the number. Him, LeBron, Jokic, and Kawhi, they're a number two seed. Um, they deserve to, uh, that all-star nod. Or rather, like, I'm not sure how the voting goes, how if it can be three guards and two front court. I probably would have rather seen probably another take, a, take away Kawhi and put one of those uh, uh, a guard spot like a, a Dame or um, Donovan Mitchell there. Yeah, I I think you you hit it on the head as far as if one had to go, Luca would be the one I feel could because of the record. The only reason why I didn't suggest him is because this is a guy who has continued to me to show that he's getting better and better, and and, and he and he he really does this. Now the team is is playing terrible, but Luca is to me has still been Luca. And I can't. Um, and I can't deny, you know, he putting up, um, he's putting up 29, 8, and 9. Like, you know, I, I can't knock the guy for his effort. It's just that when you got a guy like Donovan Mitchell that's has the number one seed in the West and that's putting up great numbers as well, it's kind of hard to deny that guy's starting spot. But I do understand as the players vote and the uh, popularity vote and the media vote that all kind of mm-hmm. uh, plays a mix into the stars uh, as far as the all-star stars is, is concerned. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, I'm sure he's like t- top 10, top three uh, in jersey sales. You know, his, his name rings bell worldwide. That, so I, 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 he beat one of those guys on the fan vote. I forgot, was it Dame or Donald? I think it was Dame. He beat out Dame for that last guard spot because of the fan vote. Yeah, you know, so a lot of it has to do with numbers. But even if we're looking at talent, I, I, we can't be too mad with Luca. Yeah, I'm, you know, like I said, that's, that's me really nitpicking, honestly. Yeah. And wanting to see a guy like Donovan Mitchell get his recognition because 
I think we were talking off air um, a few weeks ago, and we were saying that um, we both like uh, a guy that reminds us that who he reminds of, of who he reminds us of is Dwayne Wade, and sure. he just has to like the get to the basket, defending, blocking shots, attacking the basket. You know that's he has way all over written in his game, but um, yeah, I, I can't really. I'm not too mad at the All Star starters for the West. Now, it would have been nice to see Donovan because it's not the first time he got robbed. We saw him his rookie year get robbed of that rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've Simmons seen him win that again. You said, we said what? I said Ben Simmons might win that again. <laughs> no, for real. But like, it, like it, it really, it really should, he really should get some recognition. I just think it's maybe a little early in his book, but he'll get there. He's going to get his. I see Donovan being one of those guys to find a way to get a ring, find a way to, really write his chapter. We're probably looking at a future Hall of Famer, so a yeah. lot more to be written. A lot more to be written. All right, now let's transition to the East. So the starters for the East, uh, for the captain, KD. Uh, KD's the captain for the East. You got Giannis in the for- front court along with Embiid. Got Bradley Bill in that, uh, that second guard position and Kyrie in that other guard position for a starter. Yep. So Embiid, uh, Giannis, Durant, Bill and uh Kyrie. Now, what do you see? I don't I don't have an argument, but the argument that I just used against Luca <laughs> can probably be used for Bill, but nobody he's competing against guys in the East which aren't putting up those type of numbers. So that's my argument with kind of leaving Bill on there. He's leading the league in scoring. And nobody in the East I could really say has can deserve that that guard spot where he's at. No. I mean, if you look at the other guards in the in the East in particular, top guards, nah. They, they got it right with the East. No, no doubt about it. As far as the guard play, they got it right with the East. Really with everything across the board, uh Giannis to me is the only one that's debatable. But how are you Bro. not gonna have the two-time <laughs> MVP? You know, how are you not gonna have the two-time MVP, reigning MVP? Uh, starting Joel Embiid has been balling his eyes out. Uh, Bradley Beal is has been balling not just this year, but he was giving us astronomical numbers last year. He got snubbed and they, so, didn't, they didn't even make the team last year. That's what I mean. He got snubbed like he got snubbed last year. So it, this right here was was past due. They had to do it this way. And Kyrie been balling like Kyrie been. Yeah. He's shooting over fifty percent from from the field as a guard, bro. I don't think people realize how hard that is as a guard. Mm-hmm. Shooting over fifty percent, and the difficulty of his shots, bro, is ridiculous, bro. Like, Come on, I can't, man. I can't, I can't deny the talent that Kyrie has, the numbers he's been putting up, the efficiency he's been doing it at, and the volume. Bradley Bill, I mean, you spoke on how how great he's been this season. KD is KD, bro. It's not. It doesn't look like he lost a step. Honest. I don't know who you can put in front of Giannis, bro. I know you like you don't uh, hide your criticism of Giannis. Uh, I feel like he deserves to be a starter uh, in the All Star game. Uh, I'm not gonna talk too much about his game. And as far as um, Joel and Joel and B, I mean, rubbing hooping, I can't seven one back you down, can hit the three ball, can defend. I mean, I think as far as the East, they really they got it right because it wasn't much you could get wrong with the East. <laughs> right, like it wasn't. It wasn't anything crazy. And now I would have had a problem if we would have saw Kyle Lowry up here. Or, oh, bro, I would say threw the whole damn list away. 
Come on, even my guy Kimber. Yeah, he is. Kimber, oh my. Kimber has been, I I hate to do this because Kimber is my dog. Oh my gosh, I love him. We love him down here in Charlotte, but. For sure. Kimber been, he got to get, he need to sit his ass down somewhere, man. He, I don't know if he's not healthy or mentally. He doesn't have his confidence. And we know from Charlotte days, Kimber's never been the guy that lacked confidence. So I don't know what's going on, but he needs to really take a deep breath, get his thoughts together, get his confidence back. And it's probably he lost his confidence because of the injury, but he needs to get back to playing like uh, the Kimber. We know he can be on a uh, night in and uh, night in basis, night in, night out basis. Yeah, definitely seen a different Kimber, but you know, just that's what I'm. That's my point, though. If we would have saw a guy like that, you know, starting or a Kyle Lowry outside of this guy, it would have really been a problem. But like you said, the East, this was the easiest All Star starter pickup. So what about somebody that would have had possibly a, a Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, or James Harden, other than the Bradley Bill in that starting spot? That would have been a rob. I feel like that would have been the league or the uh, fans trying to give away the crown or give a crown away too soon. Like, I know we hear a lot about Jalen Brown, especially as of late. Like, oh, man, Jalen Browns he's so smart. He plays really well. He's so athletic. He's improving. I get that. I get that. But he's still. I think we may have lost connection on that part. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, bro. Okay, can you, can you say it one more time? I don't, I don't think I, No, absolutely. I was I, I was saying is if we would have saw Jalen Brown, the first thing that I, I say we saw Jalen Brown as an East NBA starter, first thing I would have thought about is that is the league's way and the fans' way of trying to give a crown away too soon. This year, I feel like I've heard an uproar of Jalen Brown has been playing really well. He's he's really smart, such a guy. He has all the tangibles. He's, he's He's really the guy, you know, like we want to see him do well, which he's been playing well, but outside of potential and his gameplay as of recent, he's still not an NBA starter. Yeah, I would say if maybe Bradley Bill wasn't putting up the numbers he's been putting up, you could have an argument for Brown. Um, yeah. He's putting up 25 uh, field goal percentage is uh, 50%, and then he's putting up five rebounds and 3.7 assists. Uh, great numbers. Team is doing mediocre right now. I would say Celtics are underperforming. I mean, I'm not going to deny it. Uh, so that's another reason I think you can't give him that nod. Uh, yep. Then, as far as like the Zach Levine, they're they're kind of in that ten to what ten to eight range, or or I'd say seven to ten range, where they're going to be competing for that playing spot at the bubble or that. Um, or that AC to get into the playoffs. Um, he's another guy that's putting up. I probably would say I would rather have Zach Levine over Jalen Brown. If 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 Bradley Bill wasn't putting up, up those numbers, I would say you can give it to Zach, Zach Levine putting up 29, 50% from the uh, field, goal, uh, field goals uh, percentage, and then five rebounds and five assists. Like those are those are tough numbers, especially with the uh, the team he has that he's playing with. But like you said, they don't have it. They don't have a wrong in the East. I know you said something about Giannis. Who would you have ahead of Giannis in that front court? I don't, I don't see nobody you can put in front of him. I know you just. I heard the comment about it, so I kind of. No, no. I was saying. I was saying you can't. You can't not have the two-time MVP, two-time reigning MVP as a starter for the East. I, you can't. I don't. I don't have anybody that I would put in front of him. 
Um, I have other issues with Giannis, you know, okay. just we and I even gonna get into it. But as far as deserving, no, he deserves it. Absolutely, he deserves it. Sure, because I was looking, I was you can't really make an argument for anybody. You could say some guys deserve to be an all-star, like Julius Randle, Bam. Those guys would be in the reserve type area. I can't really say when I think of all-star starters, those guys are not coming to my head. Those are more right. like, okay, Bam, you can you deserve an all-star or not. Julius Randle, you've been playing well for the Knicks. You might you might get in. You know, you might get in, honestly, because he's still in that kind of like that that gray area of all those because when we look at it, I, I, man, do you know, I know this, do you know how many guys make the reserve for the All-Star? I do not. I do not. Let me see. Let me just look up the uh, NBA All-Star. Man, I'm trying to see, because we know it's five starters. Um If I can find that real quick, I'm looking with you. Yeah, I can't really find how many that's in there. But who, as a reserves, do you have any guys that you would like to see make it out the east? Hmm. Out, not necessarily out the east. I would have. To, I want to start with the west. Uh. Just, I would like to see a DeAndre Ayton. I would like to see, a, of course, a CP. That's not happening. I'll tell you that. I, I would like to see it. I would like to see him somehow get snubbed. Now, I think he's been playing really well as far as his position-wise. Uh, I mean, it's, it's other big men out, out west that, that's deserving. But, hey, that I would like to see him. CP. Bro, that man, not I'm sorry to brush the bubble with this. I know you, you're on that Suns hype train. Yes, sir. I know you love the Chris Paul acquisition, and I know you love you some Devin Booker, but let me just tell you, DeAndre Ayton is not making any type of all-star team this season. He's not even making 14 all-NBA if they had one, or 15 if they had one. Uh, he's putting up only 13 and 12. Those are good numbers, but those are starting caliber numbers for, like, a team. But as far as, like, and he, had, and he is a talented player, but he's not making that reserve spot, bro. We've seen guys make the list on similar numbers. It's just about <laughs> position and effectiveness on the team and your name. Hey, so that, that Atlanta team uh, a few years back. Oh my gosh, I couldn't stand that, that shit. I'm sorry. Oh, you talking about like with the Josh Smith or? No, nah, not the, the when they had the, because uh, he was on that team there at the, uh, it was the uh, Paul, Paul? Jeff Peak, uh, Cal Culver, um, Paul Cal Horford, Paul Millsap. And I think they were trying to make an argument for Demar, uh, Demar Carroll. Man, that was Cal Corbett was shooting well, but he should not have been an All Star. That man was averaging like thirteen points a game. I don't care what universe that is. That is not All Star. <laughs> that's not not as, It do sound bad though. Like you can't debate that. It sound bad when you read the stat sheets like that. It sound bad. Effectiveness on the team, I feel like it has to come into play. But. Uh, We'll we'll definitely see who you who do you have? I heard you mention the East. It, it sounds like you may have a couple guys out East that you feel like need to make this uh All Star game. Oh yeah, uh, Zach Levine, Jalen Brown. Um, mm -hmm. I got them in. You can make an argument for Randall. Bam, Bam's got to be in there. Uh and then another guy who needs to do more on the offensive side as far as like shot making, shooting the ball. Uh, is uh Ben Simmons, but 
him being there as well. Uh, I'm not going to deny him a, a spot just because I feel like his game should uh, be a, a, a lot better than what it is at this point in his career. But Ben Simmons, Randall, Bam, uh, Levine, and Brown, uh, I don't know how many spots they have for that reserve team. So I'm probably going to name just probably a few more uh, guys. You can make an argument argument for Chris Middleton. Uh, Jason Tatum, I know he's been hurt here and there, but another guy who's pretty much an all-star if he has a full uh, – if he's played every game this season. And you could make an – well, Jimmy Butler as well has been playing. Yes, yes. Playing. I was waiting on you to say yeah. it, bro. Yeah. But, he, but, you know, he missed a good portion of the games, though. You know, he really just got back fully into it like a month ago, bro. Yeah, like 10 or so. Right, so that's the only thing I would say – Coaches, they could give it to them because you know their uh, their majority um, their their role counts a lot when it comes to reserve. But he's been playing, putting. Up, I've seen a few times Jimmy done put up the triple doubles. Still not a top ten player, but he's been putting up the triple doubles down there in Miami. And then and then their record comes into play. Bam has played most of their games, so I would have to. I can't give them two all stars when they're under five hundred, bro. I can't can't give them two all stars. I can give them one. I can give them Bam. Um. Like I can give Chicago one, I can give him Zach Levine, and I can give the Knicks one with Julius Randle. Um, but and then the Hornets, technically they're in the playoff spot right now. Terry, <sighs> Terry, Terry or Gordon would have to be the only ones that. That's yeah, that would be have to be the only ones. But I would see, I I could see the media giving that to Gordon more so than Rozier. Even though I would say they both been playing well. They both have like. Gordon was more so on at the earlier the season, uh, earlier on in the season. Now Rozier has kind of, kind of taken that role as the big dog. Like, bro, I'm gonna get buckets regardless. Going thirty back to back, back to back. You know, games like this. But I don't, I don't see the the in the league as a whole giving him that nod yet. I feel like Rozier would have to be putting up twenty three to twenty five a game to get that nod. That's a lot. I know, and he's been playing well. You know, last year he put up 18. This year he's putting up 21. But just because our record is is decent, you know, it's not great. It's decent, you know. That's the only now, reason they say they're not going to give him an all-star nod. And no, I, I, could, I could definitely see that, especially with the doubts Gordon had coming off the injury. We know the gruesome injury and then his performance now. It's, it's nice. Yeah, so. And Gordon, I'm not even saying Gordon deserves an all-star spot. I'm just saying I I wouldn't be able to deny it, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not trying to be too much of a homer. He's been playing well, but he has had some games that it's more to be desired with the 13, 15 points here and there. Not bad games, just like I can't say that he's a guaranteed all-star, you know, like the guy yeah. like Brown and Zach Levine's the Bams. I can't say Gordon's a, a automatically an all-star, even though he's been playing well this season. And as far as the West, I think they're going to give it to Gobert as a, in the front court as a reserve. Uh, Paul George, yep, CP, probably gonna be in there, probably. Uh, well, hold on, well, we got throwing Dame's gonna be there, Donovan Mitchell's gonna be there, possibly a CP. Um, Devin Booker's, I, Devin Booker's gonna be there, definitely. Nobody from Minnesota, Cats hasn't, they they haven't had the full team. I don't know what's going on in Minnesota, but. I think Cat was recovering from COVID scares and an injury, if I'm not mistaken. I don't want to be uh, incorrect, but I think I think that has a big play of him now um, suiting up the season. 
I missing anybody? I said, what, Dane, CC, Devin yep. Booker, Paul George. Ah, man, I feel like I'm overlooking somebody right now. Because um, the Spurs are in the playoffs too, but mm-hmm. yeah, we know they have some former All-Stars in DeMar and LaMarcus Aldridge, but can we really say that they, they're deserving? I don't want to say they're deserving of an All-Star spot right now. Um, it would it would missing. it would really be dependent on the the available spots, you know, because a lot of these guys would be snubbed if it's not enough spots, especially when you was going towards out east. Uh, I feel like if it's if it's enough spots, it's the last two should go, or one of the last spots should go to like a Gordon or uh, um, what you call it? Oh, because Trey Young coming out the east too as an All Star reserve. I For sure. He's coming out just because of his fan base and the numbers he puts up, the style of play. Oh, um, they're going to give it to Zion. Zion going to get it. He's going to get a reserve. Yeah, he's going to get a hey, reserve. Zion, you're over, over uh, B.I.? I, 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 I don't think he should, but I, I think that's what, how it's going to go. Yeah, Coaches vote, fan vote, yeah. Hey, the Spurs are six, uh, 16 and 11, and they're at 60 right now. You, do you think anybody on their team is going to get a, get that nod, man? I mean, we, first name that comes to mind, of course, is Demar. But the the numbers, the numbers kind of gotta gotta match, I guess. 19, 19.85 rebounds and damn near seven assists. That's a surprise to me for Demar Rosen because he's never been the guy to uh, facilitate. Shout out to Pop. That's what he do. Make make things work. So yeah, no surprise I, to me. It'd be hard for I feel like him to get that nod though. You know, in the West. But nobody's making it from the Timberwolves. Nobody's making it from the Thunder. Even though uh, uh, Shy, he's been um, playing good. Uh, Rockets, nobody's getting it. Even though John has bounced back this year. Pelicans, they might end up with two players. The Kings, you could say maybe De'Aaron Fox. But then you got yeah. the, you got the Grizzlies with Ja. And I think Ja, he's probably gonna get that. He's gonna get. I say CP, Ja, Devin Booker. Dane, Paul George, Gobert, Mitchell, and I forgot who else, but those are the automatics for me. It, it really it really is tight. It's more tight again, even with the reserves out west than it is out east. Uh yeah. players, coaches got a lot to pick from. Um and, uh, and somebody will be snubbed. There's no doubt about that. It will be somebody, maybe two or three guys out west that we could say could have made all-star team. And the guy that I didn't mention from the East would be uh, – what's the big man down there in Orlando? Vujicic? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. Vujicic. Yeah, yeah he's, been play, he's, been, he's, been play, he's been playing well. I mean, he put a monster numbers against the Hornets. Um, but he's been solid all season. So, I think that's another guy that's coming out the East. And I don't – I can't see Randall getting that nod over him as well as Randall's been playing. And it's not that I don't think he Randall doesn't deserve it. It's just that – Guys who have been named all-stars before and that's been playing on an all-star level like this season are probably going to get that nod over him. And that's just the politics of the league. Yeah, just how it goes. Yeah, I mean, he has a chance, though. Julius has a chance, especially with him yeah, being yeah, out in New York. Yeah, he definitely has a chance. I would, And I wouldn't be mad. Like I said, I would be cool with Randall um, going to all-star, um, all-star team. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I really don't. I really don't want to give it to him because just we know the structure of the Knicks. But um, as no, far man, as 
Hey, bro, mm-hmm. you got to – oh, yeah, he, he got to get there. He has to. His, his numbers-wise. Numbers-wise, you can't deny 23, almost 11 rebounds and five and a half assists a game. Oh, double-double average. Yeah. Oh, he – Yeah, 23, 11, and five assists. Yeah, that man. Oh. He get my vote. He get my vote as a reserve. As much That's as, you tough. know. Yeah, in there, the, technically the AC right now in the East. So I can't – I got him over Bam. That's what tough. Because he – they're a game ahead of the uh, the Heat, and he's putting up better numbers than um, with the uh, with a roster that's not as talented as the Heat as well. And he's not playing with another All Star caliber player in Jimmy Butler. So I got Randall over Bam, and I and I had Bam as an All Star uh, reserve. So I would have to say I would have to go with Julius actually. Now I take I take that back what I said a few seconds ago. So. I'm those numbers, through. those numbers definitely, definitely mean something, man. But uh, really, really more so to me, what's impressive is the fact that the Knicks are a game ahead of the, the Heat. Like yeah, the Knicks, uh, they've been playing, they've been playing surprisingly well. I can say great. Not trash. They're not the worst team in the league. And Buchanan, he's putting up twenty three and eleven. Okay, so I mean, comparable too, comparable. Yeah, so, and as far as standing-wise, they're they're 12th in the standings, so that might be a knock against him. Because Bam is on the uh, team that is a game ahead of them. I don't want to get too, you know, tit-tacky with the games, but that plays a factor into it, you know. It does, but we also know how quick we also know how quick stuff can change. A team yeah, can go on a ten game losing streak. From know. from four to man, from the Celtics to down to the Magic, it's kind of like all like real tight. And I would honestly say, more so realistically, yeah, it's it's kind of tight. I think the Celtics and Pacers are pretty safe making the playoffs, and the Raptors are probably going to make the playoffs. Um, but and then, so, and that's another guy. See, Yakum has been playing well, and Van, Van, uh, Van Fleet has been playing well. Yeah, and that's, I mean, to me, Van Fleet was the guy that we forgot about out east. Uh, he's definitely an automatic reserve to me. Yeah, just with 20 and 6. Yeah. Automatic, automatic, automatic. It's not, it's you know, not, what about Siakam? No. Um, not, 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 not even because I know he's been playing well. It's just I don't, I still don't have anybody I would put over, like the guys that are there now, the guys yeah, that we just named. 20, 20. point seven rebounds and four assists. I would have Randall over him. Yes, Fujic over him. Yes, I would have. Because those are not bad numbers. It just when I watched him play, he's not. Popping, he's not the one consistent guy that's been on that team that's been putting up numbers is uh, Van Fleet. So I can't, I can't. And to me, Van Fleet does it from a different, from a different level. You know, Van Fleet is a shot maker. He's been a shot taker. He's making the late game moves, the late game plays, really impactful plays. Especially that move he put on Giannis. uh, Oh my goodness. The hezzy, oh my goodness! Yeah, so I went. Yeah, 
we can't. So I wouldn't be mad if one of those two guys made it, you know, as a reserve. So it'd be interesting, interesting to see, bro. Because when we get in the, to the reserves, you know, like, you're only going to have a few guys that really make that list, and it's going to come down to record. Record, record makes more numbers, yeah. Yeah, and who, you play, and who are you playing with? And that's why I can honestly say Julius Randle is an all-star this season. I definitely can say that. It would be a stretch to say a starter, but an all-star for sure. Yeah, you should definitely all-star. Make the all-star. I said all-star. Because I can't – Definitely. And no disrespect to the Knicks, but I I really can't name, name their starting five. I would say who we got. Barrett. Barrett. Mitchell. Think- Mitchell at the five. Randall at the four. Alfred Payton. Does he start for the Knicks? It's either Alfred Payton or Austin Rivers. I can't remember. No, yeah, he's not starting. I I tell you, I, I don't watch. He's not a star on there. I don't watch the few of their games. I know quickly. I know he's been putting up the rookie for them, putting up good numbers. But I think I don't know if he comes off the bench or starts for them. But you can only you see what I'm saying. They're they're quickly as the top guy. Barrett is the guy. Mitchell is a guy. Rose, but that that doesn't say oh this team should be in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So not at all. For Randall. To be putting up those num- numbers and to have them in the eighth in the eighth spot right now, it says a lot about how how good he's been playing. So definitely throw Randall in there. It just, it's somebody's gonna be snubbed though, you know. Especially yeah, looking that, at Ethan. you named Tatum, you named some other guys who arguably could be there. I feel Jimmy. I know Jimmy hasn't played, but somebody gonna gonna be snubbed. And they might give it to Middleton. You know, they might give it to him as well. It's deserving, right? You know he. he Cause you know Harden's gonna get that that reserve spot, bro. Harden's yeah. gonna get one. So that's the thing. Like, I, I'm I'm excited to see. I, I don't think as long as any of those guys we name makes it, um, unless it's DeAndre Ayton, I don't have a problem with. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton and I think it was in, it's a guy named who probably won't. I don't think Jimmy's getting there. I don't, I don't think, think Tatum. I don't think Tatum in there. Honestly, I think that's the guy that's gonna be snubbed out east, but we're gonna see. And who I feel like Gordon, I don't feel like he's gonna make it. I, I would be surprised if he does, but I, I don't think he's gonna make it. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it. And I'm not saying Jimmy doesn't deserve it because he's been playing good of late. He kind of had a late start to the season. Um it's Zach Levine should make it. Randall should make it. Trey's gonna make it just because Trey Young. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Trey, Trey been balling too, though. That's what we're looking at. I don't think – now, Russell Westbrook as gets on there, then I would say that's some bullshit. What's a problem? I like What's that. And I'm not a Russ hater. I, I love his attitude towards the game. Love how he plays, how hard he plays. Makes some decisions sometimes with the ball that I don't necessarily agree with, but I don't think he's a, a all-star player this season. He has the all-star talent. I know what Russ is. I know what he brings to the table. But this year, been having the record that the uh, Wizards have, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy that we're really sitting here talking about Russell Westbrook not making the East reserve spot for an all-star team. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's, I never in a million years would thought, like, uh, you would have to tell me Russ was 36 years old and y'all, we're, we're having this discussion, but Russ is not 36. It's and, just and, his effectiveness. His effectiveness has not been there. We know we can't give it to him. That's the thing, like damn, because this last season, bro, was hooping, hooping with the with the Rockets. 
So it's crazy. I would have been like, nah, I'll put, I would have put $500 that Russ would have made the, um, the all-star team um, this year for the East without question. Probably, I probably would have said it started too. But damn, that's, that's crazy, bro. We <laughs> to think that Russ is not an all-star in the East. Who would have thought, bro? That is I mean, it really shouldn't have, it, I think it's, it, we, we never have questioned his individual effort. I think at this point, his effectiveness has just been so obviously not there. Not from an intentional standpoint. He's not coming out here not trying to be a bucket, not trying to give us rust, but he just is just not working. So I, I think this is the first time we've seen. I think we may have lost connection for a quick. What did you say, though? Oh, man. Okay, I, I, my bad. I was saying that. Um, uh, it, it's just his effectiveness. You know, we've seen, we've, we've been accustomed. It's not like Russ is going out here and purposely not giving us Russ, not going out here trying to, you know, give as much as he can on defensive end, run as quick as he can up the floor, get guys involved. Like he, I know he's trying, but his effectiveness has never been so apparent uh, as far as it's been this year, like as far as just not being there. You can clearly see that the team could possibly – not be better without him, but things not much would change either. Um, yeah. So that's what I mean, his effectiveness. Yeah, I, can, I think they have one more. I don't know if this is still a stat, but they have one more games without him than with him. I know that was like one of the stats that was thrown out there earlier on a few, probably like two or three weeks ago. But it looks like they've been, I will say they have been playing better of late. I will say that they have been playing better of late. And I, I'm glad they finally kind of got it going there. Um, but the team is not that talented. It's just him and Bill. Nope. And a few other players. But I think, when, do you know when they announced the All-Star Reserves? I do not. Let me see. Um, probably, it's probably going to be a week or two for now. It'll probably be either this coming week or the week after. I can't see them pushing uh -huh. it out. I can't see it three weeks from now. It has to be a week or two from now. Let's because what I was going to say, we'll probably have more of a okay, – not have more of an opinion, but we can really have something to go off of. Yeah. To see who didn't make it and who should have made it, you know, then Because right now we're just saying – we're doing, like, almost hypothetical predicting, you know. We're kind of arguing against ourselves of who, who should make it and, like, who's not going to make it. But um, the names – like I said, the only few names that I think that probably not going to make out the East would be Gordon, Jimmy, probably Tatum, uh, probably Siakam. Cause it's gonna be one of those top eight teams that's not gonna have all stars on there. Um, it looks like it's it's gonna be announced on the twenty third, and each conference, east and west, will have seven slots. Seven slots. Okay. Okay. Well, so let me. Okay. So I'm gonna just name them real quick for the for the East: Harden, Trey, Zach, Brown. That's four. So I got three more spots. Simmons. That's five. Julius is six, seven. Um, ben. Bam, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's my seven. I, I got. I feel like I met. Did I say Levine? Yeah, uh, you started. Yeah, you started with him. All right. So what about West? You gonna go with the West? Or are you? No, no. Uh, okay. For 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 West, definitely DB Devin Booker. Uh, what else? Chris Paul to me is on there. I'm gonna take my guy Aiden off and get out of Phoenix. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Uh. Like you said, nobody out of Minnesota, but got to give PG a slot. That's three. three. Got four more. 
Um, who else? Who else? Jamal Murray. I'm gonna give him a slot. That's four. Uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, of course. That's five. What's that? Ninety-two big man. Um, so you're gonna have Jamal Murray over over Dane? Uh, no, no, dang! I forgot he not started. No, no. You yeah, see, that's why I was having the same problem. Like you would think, though, Donovan Mitchell and Dane would have been automatic. You know. Dang. So yeah, Jamal is going. Jamal is getting snubbed but, off gate because Dame and um, Mitch. Donovan Mitchell got to make you. You had CP, you had DB. Paul DB now very big man. Uh, Paul George. Because he uh, Paul George counts as a front court. I'm not sure how many front courts, but we're just gonna do it at seven. I think it's it's a free fall as far as seven players. I don't think it matters if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay. Then you, I guess you can give it to Rudy, crybaby yes. But now nah, you can give it to Rudy out there. Um, and yeah, one more. And that's tough. Who was that last one? It's definitely it's West is gonna be tough. West is gonna be tough, but as far as the last, See, I think the East is tougher though. As far as the reserves, yeah, I think the East was a little bit tougher than the West. Mm. I think because you're going you can you can well I don't know because because do you go with uh, Ja? Do you go with uh, Fox? Do you go with Bi? Do you go with Zion? So one of those for I don't think nobody on the Kings is going to make it. So we can take away the Kings, the Pelicans is either going to be Bi or Zion, and then. Ja, I mean, yeah, Ja gonna make it. I mean, they might give it. To, I don't really know how that works. Like, uh, AD might get an asterisk next to his name as a. Oh, he, yeah, you're right. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna. I forgot about AD, but I know I'm. Chuck said he ain't. He's not an All Star this year because of the way he's been playing. That's crazy, Chuck. Like, I just think he's not used to AD not dominating. He's having a. He's not having an AD type season. I think. That's why he said that wasn't. He said he's not playing like all star, but I just think um, AD he deserves deserves a spot. It's just that he's not playing like the AD that we know he can play at, but he's still playing at an all star level. Oh yeah, man, you can't. You, he definitely can't take anything away from him in, in that in that aspect. But I think he's just adjusting to the team. He has to. So yeah. damn, we forgot about AD. That is right. So I, AD. So maybe they're going to have to decide between either Ja. See, my thing is, are they going to give two players from Phoenix an all-star vote or all-star um, spot? Probably, probably not. Realistically, probably, probably not. They, those would still be my picks. Okay. Um, but but probably not. Uh, Chris Paul, definitely, though, man. I'm not – I guess maybe DB might not make it. But Paul got, Paul got to make it. Yeah, Paul, Paul going to make it. Paul, Dane, Mitchell, they're going to give it to Gobert. Like I said, you, you can go with either Zion or – because they're both not going to make it from the Pelicans, Zion or uh, B.I. So we'll see, bro. We'll see. So what's your, what's your final seven for them for the reserve, bro? Just to – Just to clear it up, we're going to go Damian Lillard. Okay. Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Chris Paul. Okay. Paul George. That's four. Okay. Um, Anthony Davis. Okay. Rudy Gobert. Mm. That last spot. Mm. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. No, Mike Conley. Mike Conley, bro. I'm just saying what that's what's probably gonna happen. Mike Conley. They're not gonna give him three starters, bro. 
They're not. It's not starters. It's not starters. They're, they're not gonna give them three three all stars, bro. It's already. I'm. I don't know. I, I. Who you? Who do you have in that last spot? Take away Mike Conley. Who you have in that last spot? You either gotta give it to DB Zion Bi, um, Demar. Murray, because Mike Conley, he's not even close. I'm just that's that's what's being. Those are the names that are being voted. You know what I'm saying? You mean like so players that have been accumulating high voting? Mike Conley is one of those guys. So I wouldn't be surprised if he makes a reserve. It would. It wouldn't be. He would be a. It wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think so because he would be one of the coaches' favorite. You know, a guy that comes to work. I can see that, but I just. I don't think they can deny the league will even allow uh, Zion to miss uh, Design and Jai, you know, to miss that game over uh, Mike Conley. I, I know they're going to find a way to have Zion. That's your, so that's your pre- okay, so you're going to go with Zion for that last one? No, I'm, I'm, stick, I'm sticking with Mike. I'm going to stick uh, with my prediction. I think Mike going – I'm not saying he's deserving. It seemed wild, I'm sure, but just as far as leading the votes, players' votes – He's at the top. He's one of the top guys being voted right now. So I feel like they found a way to make Mike in there. Yeah, I, I just don't see it happening. That'd be very, it's just hard for me to see them deny Ja or Zion that spot, especially you throwing Mike Conley in there. I, I would think that's a lot of guards. If, if Ja makes it, Ja makes it over CP. Ja, it, it, that's a lot of guards. So if Ja yes. makes it, he makes it over CP. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's tough. So, uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna. Uh, we're gonna see this week. We're probably gonna circle back with y'all. I think uh, next week uh, when the um, the reserves are announced to kind of go over it, and yes, we, uh, we go from there. We can speak more on it on who deserves who actually. Because right now we're just arguing against ourselves. Um, as far as like uh, who can make it and making predictions. Once we finally, once the list is official, we can kind of go off of that and say who really got snubbed. Right now we're just making special like speculation of who we think might get snubbed. So. Uh, we'll be back next week, y'all, to come up with uh, a list of people who we think got snubbed or who uh, who deserved it. So I think that's it for this episode. Um, like I said, we'll get more on to you about smart NFL business and the uh, all-star selection next week. Absolutely, man. It's been good. I appreciate everybody tuning in inside the scoreboard. I'm Corey. I'm Jamal. See you next time.